All right, we're back in better than ever. Radio Rumble in the jungle with a new episode of Sports Harder coming at you live on this Tuesday evening. We have been gone for a week and not too much to report on them, but we wanted to get everything done when it comes to all the <laughs> all the um, technical difficulties that we were having with recording and everything with Anchor. The, uh, the mascot kind of ruined our first take when we tried uh, to record. He uh, ripped the uh, microphones out of the, the computer here. But I think take two, we're good to go. After some angry emails sent to Anchor, letting them know that I want the recording to actually work. This is why we're using you as our podcast provider. So I think they got the hint. And they, uh, they fixed everything up for us, hopefully. So... Uh, I am your host for the evening, Maddie Lukewarm Ice, and my co-host for the evening is David Fourth and Long. Hi. <laughs> oh, hey. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> back again. Da-na-na. Uh, the sports harder's back. <laughs> back uh, you again. Had, you had me lost a little bit. I mean, I know what the song was. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know how to go. <laughs> I mean, it only makes sense for, like, saying Shady. You know, Shady's back. <laughs> Back again, right? Um, that's the only way I know how to how to do that. But anyways, um, we're excited for tonight with doing a new episode. I think we will start off the evening with uh, free agency news and what's been going on in the NFL and some stuff with that. It's always fun to start off with NFL stuff. That's usually the the hot topic and the thing that we know the most about. So, uh, breaking news coming out of today that uh, C.J. Boye is now a Denver Bronco, and the Jaguars receive a fourth-round pick this year. So, to me, I I am surprised in the sense of I think Boye was, you know, one of the top tandems with uh, Ramsey, you know, in the Jaguars when they had when they almost made that Super Bowl run, you know. They had that top-tier defense. Um, Fourth-rounder just seems kind of low to me. I feel like they should have gotten like a higher pick for someone of that caliber. And The Jaguars kind of wholesaling everything, starting from scratch. Oh, you, you, you figure losing Jalen Ramsey yep. for one. All right. That meant to me right there that they were on – Rebuild they, mode. Yeah, they were on track for a rebuild. They gave the Rams uh, a first rounder, and did they give a second rounder as well? Or was I it just a first rounder. Can't remember. Yeah, I know it was at least more. a first rounder because we don't have a first rounder because of him. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. I mean, you lose Jalen Ramsey, and now you lose this guy. It basically means that they are. They are going for a rebuild, and they're trying to free up as much cap space as they can. I just wonder if they're trying to go after certain people in free agency then, or if they are just relying on the draft, or you know what's going on with their plan. You know when it comes to this. Well, it it they could be going after somebody in free agency. I mean, Chris Harris is set to leave Denver, so. Uh, all reports to him, all reports have him 
leaving Denver. Okay. And at the start of free agency, and Jags well, could very well go after him. I mean, with this trade happening, is free agency basically like starting? Is it good to go? Or um, well, I'm reading right here that the trade has been agreed upon, but nothing will be processed in for another 15 days. March 18th at 4 p.m. is when everything fires up. Oh gosh, so we still have a while yeah. before anything happens. Then, damn. Um, well, uh, I think. Uh, you know, the Broncos trying to replicate the year they won the Super Bowl by making another stout defense again. Um, the report's saying that the Broncos are trying to as well get a uh, running back in free agency. So I don't know if that means that they are losing out on their running backs. Like if they're losing out on... Um, Oh, what's his name? What was what was the Phil Lindsay? So I don't know if they're getting rid of Philip Lindsay or planning on not keeping him or maybe having someone over him, but they are in the reports uh, of saying that they're trying to get a a running back in free agency. So Pro- probably maybe going after maybe a change of back, like a like a change of pace back, a spell back, like a really good one if they can find one in a. You know, in the draft, but I, all well, they were saying in free agency, not even in the draft. Yeah. Like, they're just looking at free agency. Uh, it could be a possibility. Maybe they don't see Lindsey as the every down back. Maybe they, which I mean, he's good. He, I, he I, is I, good. I thought he did good both years for him. His rookie year, obviously, he was a breakout star. You know, this year not as much, but you know, I, I, I thought I thought he still did good, being on a pretty crappy team. Right. Um. Uh, other reports in free agency that the Chicago Bears are looking to add a veteran quarterback to their roster to be with uh, Mitch Trubisky. I'm assuming to either push him or have the veteran as the starter. Um, some names that have been tossed around, possibly Phillip Rivers, um, possibly Teddy Bridgewater. You know what, what do you think would be a good fit for the Bears to kind of have? Mm, I would, well, Chicago has never been mobile quarterback friendly. The last mobile quarterback I've seen for them is probably never. (laughs) Like mobile, mobile, you know, people like Teddy Bridgewater, people like Kyler Murray, people like Lamar Jackson, you know, those kind of people, you know, not... Not trying to put any, you know, not trying to say that they're not bad quarterbacks. You know, Kyler Murray, Offensive Rookie of the Year, he'll probably do better next year. He'll probably do better this coming year. They thought that about Baker Mayfield, and then, I mean, look what happened. Not saying mobile, but I'm saying he won Rookie of the Year, and then look what happened, so. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But a good fit for Chicago would have to be uh, a quarterback who can – shed pressure, but at the same time is a pocket QB. And Bridgewater, definitely not a pocket QB. He's more of a runner. Um, <laughs> mascot trying to avert disaster, trying to create disaster again. Stay over here, bud. Um, uh, Philip Rivers would you probably think would be a better fit. I think he would be a better fit. All right. Fair enough. 
Um, I mean, I kind of, I kind of, I don't know. I mean, I like Teddy Bridgewater. He showed a lot of promise this year. Right. He was in a system that fit who he was and what type of quarterback he was. So, you know, not necessarily. Oh, that scared, you not, know. not meaning to interrupt yeah. you. That scared the crap out of me. Why? I thought it said Ezekiel Elliott like Sports Harder podcast. I was like, yo, what up, boy? <laughs> <laughs> what did it say? Then? It's Ezekiel, Ezekiel. We're been getting a lot of new likes. This is good. Uh, uh, over time. I mean, uh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Uh, 38 people like this. 38 people follow. Good. So shout out for our Facebook page right now, Sports Harder uh, Podcast. Uh, our Facebook page, go give it a like if you haven't. But we got our likes going up in numbers, so that's good. Yeah. But going back to uh, Chicago's QB situation, uh, you, you're right. What about Trubisky, though? Because, I mean, how does this put a damper on his progression? Or are you basically saying, like, okay, we're moving on from you? Like, I mean, he was number one overall pick, right? And aren't I right? I know he was one or two. He was number one, I'm pretty sure. Trubisky? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was number one. I so, doubt he was. You don't think he was the number one overall pick that year? Maybe for Chicago, but not, not throughout the entire year, no. Na, 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 na. The entire year? What are you talking about? He, I'm saying in he the draft. He was the number two overall pick. Number two, okay. Yeah. I can't remember who was over him in that draft, but... Uh-huh. Um, that's that's easy. That's easy? Easy yeah. peasy? Uh, da, da, da. Player selections. It was uh, Miles Garrett. Mr. I swing helmet at people because they make me angry. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, he got reinstated. I don't know how I feel about that. I I don't feel he should be back, but I mean, no, especially considering he's still is. saying that uh who he was it Mason slur. who was it Mason Rudolph? Rudolph yeah. Yeah, for Pittsburgh. He's still clinging on to that. He's like he still said it. Quit bitching. You got reinstated. Get ready to play another year. Um, yeah. I mean, I think you're lucky. lucky. You're lucky. Yeah. You even got reinstated this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how he's going to bounce back from that. But yeah, um, we shall see. But um, Trubisky, uh, from what I keep hearing conflicting reports, and I'm just going to go with this one just for the heck of it. They're going to see what he does through the first, I don't know, maybe three or four games. If he doesn't show any signs of improvement, from last year, then they will go to another quarterback. I mean, but I mean, if they, if he, if the quarterback that's coming in to, you know, challenge him, so to speak, does good in the preseason, I mean, they're not going to have any choice but to put in the the vet quarterback, right? So I mean, I mean it's it, a lot of pressure on Trubisky to to perform and say that it's his team. And a number two overall pick, and you're already thinking about replacing him, that's not a good sign. No. I mean, number two overall pick, he should be your guy for the future. He's the franchise, you know? Mm-hmm. So I very if I was a Bears fan, I'd be very discouraged right now that, you know, they're wanting to bring in somebody. I mean, the Bears can talk all they want and say, well, we want to bring him in to coach to have the vet coach him up and stuff like that. But that's not the real reason. The coaches want to win. No, I know they care about their players, but their jobs depend on winning, not if the players, you know, certain players progress or don't or whatever. They they need it. They need to get wins. 
So that's all the coaches care about and want. So. Well, and here, here's the thing. Mike Glennon got the start in Chicago that year. And after the Bears went 1-5, and five, it was Trubisky that got thrown to the Wolves. Yeah. You know, and, you know, he didn't really have a veteran to sit behind. No. That's the thing. I mean, I can understand you may be a number one or number two guy. And you're supposed to be the future, but in my personal opinion, if you've got a veteran, if you're keeping a veteran quarterback on the team, you hold on, you let the rookie sit for one year, if not throw him in midway through the season, if the season's starting to bust. Well, a lot of number one, or well, not just number one picks, first round picks. Are expected to start and make an impact. Yeah, they're yeah, supposed Im- to start immediately. immediately. You know, you look at somebody like, I don't know, we'll, we'll go with Ezekiel Elliott. You know, he got the start. Uh, Jared Goff, I don't I don't think Jared Goff was the immediate starter. He was not. It was Keenum. Yeah, it was Case, it was Case Keenum. I wanted to say Sam Bradford, but he was a bust. Hey, um, he was. He was a he was a number one overall pick for us as well. That was a bust. Yeah, so. number one bust. Paid him all that freaking money to do what? Get hurt. Um, yeah, <laughs> fragile slant. Sam uh, Glassford. I like to call him when he was injured all the time. Yeah, um, but you look. But you look. Golf was not an immediate starter. No, that's why I said you know we'll see what happens. You know about. Three or four games into the season, if the quarterback catches on to what the team what the team wants him to do, then yeah, he will more than likely get the start because that veteran is starting to screw up or is just showing his age. Depending and on who it is, that, well. it also depends. I mean, if on it's Philip it Rivers, I mean, you can't get Philip Rivers and then be like, "Yeah, you're the backup." Like, no, you don't get a Philip Rivers as a backup. No, Teddy Bridgewater, you can kind of get away with that because he was a backup. So for at least when he was with the Saints, I mean, he was a backup. He was a starter in Minnesota, but um, so I mean, you can at least get away with that when it comes to that, right? Um, let's see some other free agency buzz that's been going around for the NFL. Um, Tom Brady, of course, has been the big news as always. Um, him and uh, Edelman. And uh, Jimmy Fallon were at a basketball game, a college basketball game. I think it was like UCLA or something like that. And um, the reporters were, they were in the front row, obviously. And the reporters, the cameras came down and they were asking Brady, you know, about his thoughts of where he wants to go or if he's staying. And I guess Edelman answered the reporter by saying he's coming back. And then Tom Brady did this thing where he like shook his head no. So, (laughs) you know, everyone now is like, oh, my gosh, you know. And then I guess after the interview was over, um, Edelman was joking around with them saying, I bet if you called um, the the Tennessee head coach, what's his name? The Tennessee Titans head coach. He used to be the uh, New England Patriot. Oh, uh, Mike Vrabel. Yeah, Mike Vrabel. He was like, oh, I bet if you called Vrabel right now, he'd answer. And Brady was just like, no, whatever. And I guess Edelman like took his phone and actually like FaceTimed him and Vrabel like answered like on the spot. So, I mean, you know, you know, I I don't know. This is just them teasing, just trying to get the media to have something to talk about. 
how 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 much should how how seriously should we take you know that incident happening you know is it like a little deal big deal or no deal nah, i wouldn't even call it a deal i mean brady knew his time was up in new england they have to go that i'm sorry but new england has to go fresh all right if this year was anything yeah sure brady threw less than 10 interceptions would be freaking do but it was his indice he did not have a good season at all. I mean, there no. were like two, three, maybe four games he threw for less than 60%. Less than 60. So do That's the Patriots go down the route of like in the draft then? Some some draft experts, you know, of course right now it's, you know, mock draft season. So, you know, they have like 50 mock drafts sheets, you know, before they actually get to the draft. But like the the latest one that they had, uh Mayock had the Patriots taking uh Jordan Love, the quarterback from Utah State. So all our Utah listeners, I have a bunch of Utah friends out there. You guys know who he is. You know that quarterback well, you know, but pretty well because you're able to watch him on the local games there. But a lot of people are saying Jordan Love from Utah State. Maybe the Patriots take him in the first round. It's good possibility. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah is actually picking Justin Herbert from Oregon to be there. Oh, the quarterback. Oh, wow. Yeah, to be the uh, the pick. But either way, that's two different people having them picking quarterbacks. Yeah, but I've also been hearing that uh, I believe the Patriots might be in the running for Andy Dalton. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, in a possible trade. I don't know how true that actually is, but um, they're saying I've been hearing, you know, the Patriots are looking to add a veteran quarterback to the uh, to the team and then draft an, and then draft one to sit behind the QB for a year, maybe two, depending on how much he needs to be developed. Hmm. Well, that would be interesting. I mean. I don't know. I mean, does does Bill Belichick still does he still have it in him to be able to like coach up another quarterback again into greatness or you know is it is it you know it was a one-hit wonder. He got lucky that he had Brady and you know cuz I mean, he Belichick doesn't really have much to prove anymore. He's won so many Super Bowls with so many different teams. Even before he was on the Patriots, he was winning Super Bowls uh, with the Giants, you know, back in the 80s. So, you know, does he really, does Belichick really want to go through all that again? You know, or... When Bill Belichick's ready to stop coaching is the day they put him in the ground. You know, much, he's much been, of, he's been much, getting into a lot of like uh, sports analyzing though, and he's done a couple NFL Network shows, you know, where he's like a, a you know, anchor spoke spoke person, whatever you want to say. Like, you don't think he's it's, it's getting of, into that, you know, going towards that. It's because it's Bill Belichick. He's just doing it first. He's just doing it so Roger Goodell stay off his ass. <laughs> well, fair enough. I don't know. I mean, I I could, you know. Coaches, I guess maybe it's a little bit harder to tarnish their legacy more so than players because players will play longer than what they're supposed to. 
but do coaches coach longer than they're supposed to, you know, you know, if, if he could end on top with the legacy that he has now, bam, if he retired now, bam, sure. Hall of Famer, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. But, you know, if he keeps coaching, keeps, you know, going, it's just like, well, you know, if he starts losing and starts doing badly, is it going to be one of those things where it's going to like, you know, tarnish his record after that? I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I feel like they he should take into consideration not wanting to screw up the the legacy that he built and and that he got with having Brady and uh, and all that. I always thought they would go together. I thought if Brady left, you know, Belichick would retire or leave as well. But I don't think anyone saw Tom Brady ever leaving the Patriots. I think everyone kind of thought Brady would always be a Patriot. So. It, it would just be weird seeing him in another uniform and seeing him do something else. But a lot of the greats have done it before, you know, uh, Joe Montana had to do it. You know, he was with the, uh, the legendary 49ers, you know, team winning three Super Bowls, And then he went with the chiefs after that, uh, towards the end of his, his career. I mean, I don't think too many people thought Joe Montana would play for anybody else, but the Niners. So. Right. Hard to say. Everybody, everybody likes to try to, you know, make it last longer than what it should. It's hard for players nowadays to admit that, you know, they're done playing or that they can't play anymore. Most of the time because of age, you know, when it comes to that. But, um, all right, cool. Well, uh, let's see for, um, some other news when it comes to NFL. I think that was about. It when it comes to that, because Brady's kind of been the hot topic for everything going on in the NFL right now. Because it, it, you know, that's <laughs> what it is. Um, yep, uh, I'm not seeing anything else here except for different cuts and stuff like that. Uh, uh, one thing I saw on here and what I heard on um, on a podcast that we could talk about real quick uh, just to wrap up with the last little bit of our first segment, and then we'll move on to uh, uh, basketball and, and uh, basketball. basketball and baseball and, and hockey and everything and uh, talk a little XFL as well. Um, so to wrap up this last little segment, let's finish with talking about uh, your Cowboys um, reports saying that, that Dak is – asking for around the 40 million mark for his, uh, his contract. Dumbass. <laughs> so, you know, obviously he wants to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. All right. He wants to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL when you ain't done shit. Okay. Of course, then again, you could very well blame, you know, Blame whoever the play caller was, whether it was Jason Garrett, whether it was Kellen Moore, which I don't think Kellen Moore was the problem. I think it was Jason Garrett. Honest to God, I think it was Jason Garrett because Kellen Moore kind of brought out a side of Dak Prescott that a lot of us have not seen. Yeah. You know, yeah, he was making, still making mistakes and stuff like that. That was Dak's fault. But um, when it came to, getting the ball to his receivers when he was throwing the ball right. He usually didn't miss the mark. 
He put up a lot of yards. He was one yard away from tying Tony Romo for the Cowboys all-time uh, season mark. Or not the all-time, but just for the season mark yeah. for passing touchdowns or passing yards. He was throwing the ball a lot, which he should not have to do. Look back to the 1990s. Who carried the team? It sure as hell was not Aikman <laughs> or Irving or Alvin Harper or Rocket Ishmael or Ernie Mills, whoever the hell we had on the team at the time. It was nobody except for one man, and that was the big 22. It was Emmett. Emmett was carrying the load. Why? Because they ran the ball to set up the pass. Dallas was making a bunch of mistakes. Prescott is not worth 40 mil. I would trade carefully on 30. I would say, if anything, on average, give him 20. And let him prove himself. Sign him to like a four-year deal worth about, on like I said, on average, 20 mil a year. So give him like four, four mil, $80 million. He doesn't want it, let him walk. We can find another quarterback. It's not that hard. Well, yeah, you guys could go uh, talk to Tom Brady. <laughs> have him, have him come play for you guys. Piss on that bitch. <laughs> but um, you'd be willing. I mean, Jerry Jones, he'd be willing to pay him. Jerry Jones can kiss my ass. I would rather have Dez back on the team than have Tom Brady as my quarterback. Well, there were talks of Dez like possibly coming back to the Cowboys. Well, they might as well ramp those talks up because it doesn't look like Cooper's getting re-signed. Um, well, not if they're going to give Dak $40 million. Exactly. <laughs> we, have we have $77 million in cap space. Projected. That's a lot of cap space. We could re-sign Cooper and Prescott and a few other key people that we need to get re-signed. Byron Jones, he can walk because he definitely was not the best DB last year. That would be Xavier Woods. He was the best DB we had last year. A couple of our corners did all right, but Jones, he was lacking. So needless to say, Prescott, give him 20. Cooper, max his deal out. I mean, 20, I'm pretty sure for Dak even would be lower than what the franchise franchise tag would be. They franchise tagged him. He uh, probably wouldn't even, he'd probably get more than 20 with a franchise tag. Probably. So, I mean, he probably would rather have him, you know, franchise tag him than, you know, take a, a, a deal like that, the yeah. four-year deal. So, but the, but the big thing is with that is that if you franchise tag him, then don't get a deal done by the, I think it's like July, I think. Um, they can't get a deal done by July, then we could have ourselves a Le'Veon Bell incident on our hands. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think Dak would do that because I think you he want, knows. Uh, you want to bet? I don't. Well, I don't think he. I, well, I think he knows. Sorry, that no team would want to take him after that. You know, coming having to wait out, wait a whole year, like sit out a whole year, and then try to come back after that. Eh, the Jets will take him. <laughs> Seem to take all the losers. The, jet, the Jets have proven that they'll, that they'll do I was that. waiting for the Jets to pick up Antonio Brown, for God's sakes, okay? Yeah, I mean, the 
who is it? The Tom Brady has said that he would be willing to have like uh, Antonio Brown come back. That like he he would want him to come back. And then the Steelers even said that they would consider Antonio Brown to come back as well, just because you know once a Steeler, always a Steeler type of thing. Yeah, so, I, I don't see him going back to Pittsburgh. I don't see him going back to Las Vegas. Yes, I said Las Vegas. Let's get it right, people. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that's what they're going to be next year. Yes, so the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, exactly. But he's not going back to Vegas. He's not going back to Pittsburgh. He is definitely not going back to New England. Nobody wants him. That's true. Except for the Jets. There you go. I'm pretty sure the Jets will go get him, Jets. Yep. <laughs> go out. He's there. Make the New York Steelers. <laughs> um. So yeah, all right. Well, we'll we'll take a break. We're coming up on our time for thirty minutes. Uh, when we come back, we will talk a little uh, March Madness that's going to be coming up here pretty soon. A mm-hmm. uh, little sneak peek of March Madness. I I, I feel like there's not a, a dominant team this year. It's it's uh, pretty San pretty Diego wide State. open. Uh, shut your pie hole. Hey. Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't see any but we'll get into that we'll talk about that and then uh we'll talk about xfl um talk about uh hockey and basketball and uh a little bit of baseball some breaking news coming out today with a with a signing that's getting close to being done so uh when we come back we will go over all that stuff so see you guys in a flash all right we're back in better and ever ready to rumble in the jungle our second segment of the evening for this podcast and we will start off with talking about some xfl and what's been going on with that because it doesn't take long to talk about that and what's been going on oh no oh no what the dc defenders suck well <laughs> yeah they started off two and oh and now they're down to two and two uh, which is not good, and they're going up against the Battlehawks this Sunday. Which St. Louis Battlehawks, St. Louis representing at three and one. You know they're 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 doing all right so far. So they're trying to rep- represent um, the uh, let's see the Vipers and the Wildcats are uh, both one and three. So, so LA, is, so is Seattle. Yeah, L.A. Wildcats not doing good. Uh, Vipers, where are they based out of? Um, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, yeah. Go figure. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're they're not doing uh, good either. Um, let's see. Um, and then the the Guardians, New York Guardians, and then the Dallas Renegades, right? Mm-hmm. They're both two and two. They're going against each other. And then, like you said, the Seattle Dragons versus the uh, only undefeated team left, the uh, Houston Roughnecks. So, Houston looking good. Yeah, they're at 4 0. Um, it looks like news coming out of the Renegades. Uh, QB Landry Jones out at least two weeks after a reoccurring knee injury. So. Mm-hmm. The Renegades going to have a tough time not having their starting QB going to be out for at least two weeks. Um, looks like it got hurt on QB sneak, it says. Um, that can happen. Let's see. 
XFL kickoff and punt returns up compared to NFL. <laughs> Ooh, Tim Tebow spurns XFL overture to focus on making uh, majors with the New York Mets. <laughs> you think that was a wise move, or should you try to go with the XFL? Uh, <laughs> I, I did. Uh, you know what? You know what? He probably won't be on the 40-man roster this year. But I can honestly say, Tebow, stick with baseball. Because football's not your thing right now anymore. <laughs> Alrighty. There's, uh, no, there's no news on uh, who Dallas is adding at quarterback. So, uh, remains to be seen. Yeah. Um, alrighty, cool. Well, uh, so yeah, that's a, that's about it when it comes to XFL. Like I said, not many teams, so not much to, to talk about when it comes to that. So, um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. See if the, uh, Roughnecks can remain, uh, undefeated after the weekend's over. Um, all right. So let's go into some, uh, NBA news and what's been going on with that. Um, did you hear the whole thing between, uh, Giannis and, um, James Harden, what's been going down with them? Mm. You have not heard. What no, I've been, I've been kind of, I've been kind of, been kind of silent this past week. I've been. He's <laughs> like, move, David. Damn it! I'm trying to get it out of the way. Um, yeah, don't unplug our mics again. <laughs> so um, this had to do with the All Star break. So when Giannis was picking players for his team to draft. He said he didn't want James Harden because he wanted someone who would pass the ball. <laughs> oh, oof. and so uh, James Harden responded back with a tweet later and in an in, and in a interview with uh, an NBA uh, reporter that uh, it, he wishes that he could just be seven foot tall and just and just dunk like Giannis. I was like, oof. Ooh, shots fired on both ends. Like, damn. Like, Ugh. that's uh, that's rough. I think Harden might be a little jealous that. Well, no, Harden's won an MVP, hasn't he? I think he's won an MVP before and during regular season. James Harden. Yeah, pretty sure he's won MVP before. So, uh, keep talking. I'll uh, yeah, <laughs> you'll up. look it up. Well, I mean, uh, but when it comes to. Giannis or Harden, who I would rather have. I would obviously rather have Giannis because, I mean, I've never liked Harden. I have never been a fan of how he plays. I feel like he goes for the foul every single time he touches the ball. There's not a single time that he just plays normal. Like, he's always just trying to draw a foul, which bugs the hell out of me with, like, kicking his leg out and different things like that. So, yeah, James Harden was MVP uh, two years ago. Two years ago, there you go. And Giannis was last year. I mean, if you're looking this year, the top people for MVP so far, like who would be your top three if you were looking at players right now for MVP for this season? Oh, that's tough. That is really, really tough. I mean, Harden would probably be in the uh, in the mix of things in again. The mix, all right, because he, you know, he's still leading points per game. Uh, probably Giannis would probably be another one. 
I mean, Giannis is putting up better numbers than last year when he won MVP. That is true. Because last year, everyone figured out what Harden was saying. You know, well, I wish I could just dunk and that's it. So people, you know, teams like the Raptors did this where they just block the lane and don't allow him to drive and force him to shoot. He wasn't as good. But during the offseason, he's practiced and gotten better, and he's a better shoot. Giannis is a better shooter now, so his numbers are up. So, I mean, Giannis, definitely. I hate to say it, but I think LeBron James is doing very well this season for his age. Where they are right now in the standings, like LeBron's been. I would, I would honestly say yes for LeBron, be just due to the fact of, uh, um, not because he's currently leading the league in assists right now. You know he's averaging almost eleven a game. So, uh, so uh, Giannis, take notes, please. (laughs) Um, but uh, I honestly have to say he has been a major factor in helping rebuild the Lakers and especially where the Lakers are at now they're play they're almost playoff bound they're in the top eight I do believe still so well, they're like first <laughs> oh yeah they are first so yeah they're they're basically right now yeah they're first <laughs> yeah they're basically playoff bound they haven't clinched nothing yet the only one who's clinched is the Bucks but you know just being where they're at right now to go from one of the worst last year to First to first, especially I mean, in the West, like especially West is stacked. Yeah, the West is pretty pretty stacked. So you honestly have to say LeBron had a big hand in that. You know? Anthony Davis too. Yeah, he put. I think he might have been a big factor of getting AD over there. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, LeBron knows his players. He want. He knows who to get. Yeah. You know, as much as I hate the man, <laughs> I always have. It's just uh. You know, just he knows what he's talking about. Let True. him do it. True. Hey, yeah, there you go. Um, so right now we're getting ready to watch. Uh, it looks like Celtics, Celtics and Nets are John about Mac- to come John McEnroe out there shooting threes. <laughs> the tennis legend himself. And then uh, there was a hockey game on as well that we'll kind of keep you guys posted about. Um, yeah, nobody cares. Bruins and Lightning. Yeah. Screw him. Hey, rude boy. <laughs> we, we watch. We watch all we care about. All go okay? caps. Damn it. Oh, yes. Okay. We both love caps. Okay. We, we're both caps <laughs> fans. Everybody knows this. But when we're on the podcast, we are unbiased, and we have to report on all things. Okay. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Wait, wait, wait. Just, no, 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 no. Oh, quick, no, no, okay. No, no, You're just no, like, okay. No, 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 no. Pardon my language. No, don't do that. But fuck the Rams. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, rude boy. Damn. This, uh, is when, this, this is when David gets booted from the podcast <laughs> and Matt begs Brian to come back. <laughs> yeah. I'll solo this bitch. I don't care. <laughs> I'll do it. Carry this carry this podcast on my shoulders. Carry it on my back. Getting heavy out here. Um, the following statements that were made are not the true <laughs> statements of the co-host and the host of the Sports Harder podcast. We are a very unbiased podcast. 
<laughs> sure, 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 sure. Had to throw uh, in some dis- <laughs> had to throw in some disclaimers. There you go. Well, uh, so talking about NBA still, so Milwaukee had a league best at fifty-two and nine, which they did lose to the Heat last night. Um, they've lost to the Heat twice during the regular season. The two both times that they've played them, they've lost to the Heat. Is that just regular season or like? Is it could be something that could be a problem, like if they played each other in the playoffs, or is it just you know regular season teams aren't necessarily going all out like they normally would? Mm. I mean, the Heat have an amazing home record; like they've been tearing it up at home. I think they're like twenty four and three or something like that. Twenty six and four, actually. There you go. See, I was close. So, but very bad on the road. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> thirteen and eighteen. Yeah, exactly. So, at least you're not the 76ers, you, twenty-eight and two at home, nine and twenty-two on the road. Well, the 76ers have dropped all the way down to six. No, oh, they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna die in the playoffs. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Sixers. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not looking good for them. I mean, the Bucks, the Heat, and Toronto. Ironically, I think are kind of the teams to look out for in the East, especially the Heat right now. They they got that momentum, but like I said, do you think that's going to be a problem for the Bucks since they've lost to them both times during the regular season? No, not a problem for the Bucks. No, I think I think when you go into the playoffs, you've got to have that last game mentality. You go in and you're like, "Holy crap, this is going to be the last game." This oh, could this, be the last game. This we could play, be the yeah. last game we ever play. Okay, and it could just be game one. You got to treat every playoff game as if it was game seven. True. Or you're down three to nothing, or down to this and that. You play like you're fighting for it. Don't let the other team get the upper hand. To me personally. Yeah, sure, Miami's beaten the Bucks, you know, both times this regular season. I don't think it will uh I don't think it'll have any bearing on what they do in the playoffs. Fair enough. So do you still who who are you liking right now though coming out of the East still the Bucks? It's good. I'm going to pick the Bucks to come out of the East. Sorry Toronto. Not this year. Not defend. Not going to defend that title this year. Nope. Um, West, like we said, the Lakers at the top right now, doing doing good. They got uh, Denver uh, behind them. They got the Clippers behind them. Houston and Utah are in, are interesting teams because I mean Houston playing small ball right now, uh, shooting a lot of threes like they normally do. But could can small ball really help them? Like once they you know get into a six game series, like remember what happened last year or seven games. Sorry, just just remember what happened last year with uh, with Houston. All right, they were always floating between that four, five, and six spot, and they didn't really make it. They they made it decently, but. They got out of the first round. They got out of the first but round. I don't they, think they got out of the Then they hit second. Golden State, and then it was just, nope. It was over. It's because they relied too heavily on James Harden. This year, it's a little bit different because Harden hasn't really been hitting, you know, 40, 50, 60 points a game. I mean, he's averaging near 35, but 
Yeah, and that's besides the point. The fact of the matter you got to look at is get Russell uh, Westbrook involved. Get whoever else involved. It's, you know, small ball might help, but you got to look at who you're also facing. Is that team good against guard against a small ball? You know, do you need to crash the boards more? Do you need to, you know, yeah, smack a few guys around? Yeah. I mean, play physical. You but know. Change, changing it up has not really been their strong suit in the past. So, I mean, I, I still think they're going to do the same thing where they do good during the regular season and then playoffs come and they're out in the second round. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the the West is, is not, not to be messed with again, you know, this year. Very strong, you know, teams. Um, Utah, you know, all, again, all the Utah fans that I know out there, all my friends that live in Utah, you know, they, they're sitting at number five. You know, they could make some noise. You know, they, they could do something. Last year they got out of the first round as well, hit Golden State and kind of just – or maybe it wasn't Golden State. Maybe it was Houston. I think they hit Houston. I can't remember. But um, keep talking. I'll look up. <laughs> um, I just know they did pretty well last year, and they had a lot of high hopes, especially with um, having their young players that they have on their team. Um, let's see, Mitchell. You know they they have him. He's able to. Uh, do a lot for for them. Uh, let's see. All right, I got the bracket up. Uh, Houston actually faced Utah last year, so Utah didn't get out. Okay. So yeah, I mean, they gave them a hell of a fight, though. So I think I think Utah. You know, if you guys step up your defense, you know, you guys could could make some noise. The interesting part will be who ends up being in the number eight seed spot. Um, excuse me, because we got Portland behind Memphis and New Orleans behind Memphis. New Orleans, you know, making a surge with having Zion now on the court. He's kind of been he's kind of been dominating now that he's been playing. Yeah. Um, of course, they you know the Pelicans played the Lakers, which everybody wanted to see Zion against LeBron. And, you know, LeBron put the whooping on him. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things where Zion, you know, maybe could come in and take over going forward, you know, as one of the new big stars in the league. If he stays healthy, you know, he's got to lose that weight because he's got all that all that weight on his knees, you know, kind of kind of hurting him. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is it as of right now, it is an open race because we still got well over a month of basketball left. Yeah. And right now, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, they are all three and a half games back from Memphis. So anything is possible. Uh, I, I just don't think like the Kings, though, no. or the Spurs could do anything to catch up. I feel like no, it's, I, I've given up on San Antonio. I feel like so Portland and New Orleans have the players to do it. They yeah. still have big names that could do it. Yeah, like I so. said, I've given up on San Antonio. That <laughs> the hell with them. Where are the Wizards at? Nowhere. Oh, no, they're at number nine. Yeah, I mean, the Wizards have a chance as well, but they don't really stand a, a chance when it comes to they actually get in. So um, Brooklyn probably trying to make a statement saying, you know, hey, this is who we are now. 
But once we, you know, get Kevin Durant, then, you know, obviously we're someone to mess with. But, um, you know, we'll we'll see how KD is when he comes back next year. I mean, he has, he has a whole year off. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he plays when he comes back and how dominating the Nets can be when it comes to that because then they'll have Kyrie and they'll have KD. So we'll see how good of a combo that is for them to be able to do something. Um, to finish off NBA talk, who do you like in the West? The Lakers. The Lakers? Yeah. yeah. I still like the Clippers. I think they'll turn it up in the playoffs, and and I think they could, they have a chance to overtake the Lakers. It'll probably be – I'm going to pick L.A. versus L.A. In the Western Finals? In the Western Finals, and the Lakers squeak out in six. Ooh, okay. I like that prediction. It's going to be a dogfight because Kawhi is going to try his damnedest. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he freaking carried Toronto to the title, so – and he has a lot more weapons on the Clippers than he did with Toronto. So yeah, um, I I think it could go all 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 seven, but I could see I could see the Clippers taking it. Um, but yeah, I could see I could see L.A. versus L.A. in the West. So um, that would be interesting. All right, cool. Um, so let's see. Do we want to move on to hockey or March Madness? Which which are you are you feeling? I am feeling. <laughs> I, I'm actually feeling hockey. I say leave March Madness for next week. Next week, all right. Yeah. Well, and we gotta let everyone know about like our bracket challenge and everything. Oh we're gonna yeah. Do with that so. Um, Matt's gonna win this year. <laughs> fingers crossed, man. Uh, but uh, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna come in second. Yeah, we're still game. <laughs> well, we're still gonna do the beat the experts. So it doesn't matter if you beat me or you. The the whoever's in the contest has to beat both of us. Ha! It's called beat the experts. So you gotta face <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're able to beat Maddie Lukewarm Ice and David Fourth and Long in our March Madness bracket challenge. We will have some type of prize. We might do B-dubs again. Um, David, uh, that won our B-dubs gift card uh, for the Super Bowl pick, really enjoyed it. He said he hadn't been to B-dubs in a while, so he was grateful to have that gift card to go out and do that. Hell yeah, man. So, um, you know, potentially maybe we'll do that again or maybe we'll do it some some other type of uh, gift card, maybe sports-related. So, um we might post and just have you guys give suggestions on our Facebook page. Let us know what type of prize maybe you guys would want to do for it. But uh, we'll have like the link and everything to be able to join the March Madness bracket group. And um, we'll have the details and everything like that in our Facebook post. So don't worry. We'll give out the details. We'll let everyone know, you know what's going on when it comes to that. Um, so, uh, going on to hockey then and talking about that, uh, me and Melanie, the felony got to watch the hockey game. I think it was last night when they no Sunday night who do, 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 do they beat? Yeah, they beat the wild. That was Sunday night. So Sunday night we got to watch the caps versus the wild and the caps won four to three. Uh, so that was fun watching that. Let's see. Are they playing tonight? They are not playing tonight either. That is a negative. We've got the Flyers tomorrow night. There you go. 
And the Flyers is going to be a big game because the Flyers have been super-duper hot. They've been on a roll, and we are only... How many points ahead of them? Three points ahead of them in the Metropolitan. So this is a big game like that to keep us in first place in the Metro- Metropolitan Conference. So got to keep fighting. Or division, I guess, not conference, but division. So, so we got to fight, fight, fight. Exactly. So hopefully we can keep that top spot for that. And they actually game. have on there a team that's been eliminated from the playoffs already. Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> Poor Detroit, damn. Yo, you want to know why? Because check this out. Okay. The team above them is the Ottawa Senators. With okay. 58 points. Yeah. Detroit has amassed 35. Oh, damn. They are damn. 15 wins, 48 losses, and 5 overtime losses. So the way you got to look at that, they're 15 and 53. Damn. Woof. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> that's 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 rough. Um they have, they have my a, poor if five of their coach. If my if my brother in law Brian is like listening to this, I'm sorry, man. Like he's a big Detroit fan. Dude, that's, pick that's another where he's te- from. Dude, pick another team. That's where he's from. So he's always been a big Detroit fan. And they had their glory years when growing up, I remember his team winning a couple like during that time. So. Yeah, that's it. They they still won it. I mean, they've sure. won it. So you know you can hang your head up high when it comes to that. I said, did they fire their coach? <laughs> uh, God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> um, so let's talk about some of the other divisions. So Atlantic, we got Boston at the top uh, with ninety four points, and Tampa Bay, who's playing tonight, is at eighty seven points. So Tampa Bay has got to get get a win here to, you know, start catching up when it comes to that. Um, we talked about the metropolitan, then the, in the Western conference, the central St. Louis, uh, defending champs there at, uh, 88 points. They're only one point ahead of Colorado. So they're kind of cutting it close to with taking the central. Um, let's see. And then in the Pacific, we got the Vegas golden Knights at 80 points and, uh, uh, Ed- Edmonton Oilers at 78 points behind them. So let's look at what's going on when it comes to like wild card and everything like that. So Atlantic has right now Boston, Tampa, Toronto. Metropolitan has the Capitals, the Flyers, and the Penguins. <laughs> and then the wild card would be the New York Islanders and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, the Blue Jackets. So And the Hur- Carolina Hurricanes are three points out. The Rangers, five. The Panthers, six. Everybody else sucks. <laughs> Everybody else, nope. <laughs> so there you go when it comes to that. Uh, Western Conference Central, we got uh, St. Louis, like we said, um, Colorado and Dallas in the top three. The Pacific, we got Vegas, Edmonton, and Calgary. Um, And then the wild card would be the Vancouver Canucks and Nashville, the uh, Predators. So The Jets and the Coyotes tied with the Predators. The Predators, I think, have some sort of a tiebreaker against them. So... That yeah. could that could change. That could be close to then. Like, yeah, and the Minnesota Wild are only a point out. <laughs> so, and then everybody from Chicago down sucks. There you go. So yeah, 
And in about three seconds, we're going to go bark, bark, bark. <laughs> Potentially, it's looking, it's looking that way. It could get that way. Um, so, yeah, NHL, really close still, but we just wanted to go over everything that was going on with that and the standings and where that could go from here. Um, I think the the only thing really left that we need to talk about is uh, some some baseball, but just because we had breaking news out of the baseball world today. So Kristen uh, Yeldich from the Milwaukee Brewers uh, could be signing a deal that would be how long was it? Was it nine years? It was a nine-year, $215 million deal. Woo-wee. So for the 2018 National League MVP, um, he's he's getting a payday. <laughs> the The Brewers are keeping him and making him the face of that team. So uh, good on them, you know, when it comes to that. Um Really, it's still spring training games, so can't really, you know, can't really say, <laughs> you know, too much about what's going on when it comes to that. No, it's been it's been all spring training this year. Uh, did lose to the uh, did lose to the uh, Nationals today. Yep, five to three. The Orioles lost. Uh, Melanie, the felony, will be happy about that. I'm surprised she didn't like gloat or rub it in my face at all. <laughs> Uh, with that happening today, so gotta count my blessings there that, that 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 didn't happen. So, but I will say this, okay, and this is just me. Um, looking at Chris Davis, yeah, one, two, three, four, four and five, five and seven, five and eight, five and nine. All right, so he is. Five hits out of nine at-bats. That's because he's playing sparingly. Uh, Three home runs, one strikeout, and four walks. I think somebody found his bat hiding in the attic somewhere. I mean, hopefully, because... We sucked last year. Yeah, yeah, we, (laughs) we we can't afford for this man to strike out as many times as he did last year. Like... That that did not help us one bit. And like I said, he only he struck out once in those appearances. That is, I mean, I know it's only I know we can't really gloat that much because it's spring training, but compared to what he did last year, batting one seventy nine, it won't even tell me how many strikeouts he had, but it's probably an atrocious amount. <laughs> but he, oh my god, we need him. We're not paying you all this freaking money to sit there and watch you strike out. So hopefully the O's can get their act together and we'll wait and see. What not happens. be last in the whole entire league. That's that's what I'm wanting. I don't even care if we win the division because we won't because the Yankees will. But I'm just saying in general, don't don't be last in the whole entire major league baseball. Just don't be the very, very worst team. Yeah. All right. So when we come back, we're going to wrap things up just for a couple minutes and uh, wrap things up with some little bit of baseball that I wanted to just point out real quick and then uh, go from there. So we will be back in a flash. All right, we're back in Better Than Ever, Ray Rumble in the Jungle with our last and final segment of the evening. 
Uh, we're just going to wrap things up here, take a couple minutes to say what's uh, going to go down for this weekend. And uh, the the only thing I wanted to wrap up for uh, Major League Baseball was kind of who who do you think is going to be a surprise team this year? Because I have a gut feeling of, of, of a team. I want to know if you have like a team that maybe you think will be surprising this year in baseball. Uh, to be to be perfectly honest, um, it's uh, I just I really don't know. To be uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I I don't know if there's gonna be any surprise teams, and that's just me. Mm, all right. Um, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> just j- I'm I'm gonna go based on just looking at the standings here as of like right now. Padres nine and one, looking good. That's that's about probably about as good as they're gonna get. Um, I would ha- honestly have to say, keep an eye out for the Astros. <laughs> really, how- after everything, <laughs> yeah, to see how bad they're gonna suck. <laughs> that's the team I'm gonna be watching for. I want to see them go head first into the ground. Oh gosh. <laughs> That's how bad that's how bad that's going to be. And I will I will honestly say look for uh I'm just going to go out on a limb on this. Look for KC to try to do something this year. The Royals? I am going to pick them as a uh kind of a wild card so to speak. Well, I said a surprise team, wild card, same thing. Yeah, I I want to see to see if the Royals can turn it around. All right. Cuz they went from being you know World Series hopefuls to back in the gutter yeah. where you don't want to be. Don't be the Orioles. For God's <laughs> sake. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to go with uh, the Angels. I think they're going to make a push this year. They signed Rendon. They got uh, a Shoei Atani. You know, they got Mike Trout. I think they're going to do something. Like I think I feel like they're gonna make a push this year. If they are gonna make a push this year, I have a small suggestion. Watch how you use Otani. I mean, he was decent as a pitcher and pretty damn good as a hitter, but kind of kind of watch out for that. You okay. know, All right. you know, because they I I understand you know two way players are hard to find, but. And they're very, they're they're at much a rarity, but uh, use him sparingly. Don't use him as a starter. Use him as like a reliever or something. So that way he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, and he's a he's a great hitter. Which I mean, that's hard to find with uh, pitchers. You know, when it comes to um, the National League. So uh, mm-hmm. when you when you find a great pitcher and he can hit, you gotta you gotta keep him. You gotta take him and like you said, use them wisely so they're not getting injured. So, all right, cool. Well, uh, that's you're going with uh, KC. I'm going with the the Angels. I have a good feeling about them this year. No, no love for the National League this year. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Let's see. Um. To wrap things up for what's going down this weekend, there's going to be a UFC uh, pay-per-view. Uh, it's going to be a two-title fight. Um, one of them is going to be for um, – it's a female championship. I can't remember the weight class. I think it's like sh- straw weight or something like that. Featherweight. But Is it featherweight? I think it is. It's either featherweight or flyweight, one of the two. Okay. And uh, 
That one that I'm interested in that because the girl that she is fighting against the the champ is from China. She's like one of the first Chinese women to ever win the title for UFC. Okay. And or a China person in general. Even the men, the China person hasn't won it. And um the person that she's going against is like from Poland or something like that. And she used to be a champ. But she lost it uh, a while ago, so she's never fought this person before. The the woman from China, but she was like making coronavirus jokes about her, like on Twitter, mm. and so I was just like, "Damn, like, like you're trying to get into her head, you're trying to get into the psyche, you know, mess with her and and stuff like that." But that's like messed up. <laughs> like that's that's just that's that's, that's wrong. So. I think sometimes UFC tries to go down the WWE route to kind of get people to watch, you know, to make it be like, well, these two people really hate each other. And so this is why you should watch to see what will happen, you know, type of thing. The guys always hug it out. Like, even if they talk the most ridiculous smack talk, the guys always hug it out after the match is over, which I think is hilarious. No matter how much they're like, I'm going to get in the octagon and I'm going to kill him. I'm going to tear his head off. Like I'm going to knock him out so quick. You know, they still hug it out after everything. I, I just, it's all for show. A lot of it's for show just right. to get people to buy the pay-per-view and to watch it. But me, Melanie, the felony will be at B dubs. We'll be watching it going to be going for the the WWE uh, title to see who can pick the most uh, UFC uh, matches right. I lost to Melanie the Felony on the last UFC pay-per-view. It was it came down to the last match, the very last match, and um, uh, I wasn't I wasn't able to, to get it right. So um, but uh Let's see. I think that's about it. Sunday, I think, is uh, Elimination Chamber. Wrong. So. That's next Sunday. What? No, wait. That is the Sunday. The 8th. Isn't that this Sunday, the 8th? Yeah, exactly. You shut your mouth. Try to question, <laughs> question the host. I'm sorry. I forgot You're what the day co-host, day. damn it. I forgot what day it was. Remember Fight your me. place. Fight me. Don't question me. Fight me. I'm having a hard day. By the power of Thor's hammer, you will be silent. No. Um... So yeah, Elimination Chamber, which is always one of my favorite pay-per-views. So I'm excited to watch that. Uh, one step closer to WrestleMania, getting there. So WrestleMania always, always a, a fun thing. Um, we could get into talking about WWE, but I don't want to make this this last segment that much longer. So we won't get into that. But um, anything else you can think of for the weekend that we got to let people know is happening or going down? Uh, let me see here. For those that are big into, uh, for those that are like me, of course, um, for those that are really, really uh, heavy into the, uh, into the whole uh, NASCAR season oh thing. Oh my gosh! Hey, gotta, we don't talk about NASCAR on this podcast. Yeah, uh, I gotta throw it in there. <laughs> we won't mention it that often, but that's true. Yeah, you're right. You know, I'll mention the winner from last week, and then tell wherever the race is this week. Uh, last week was Alex Bowman uh, driving the 88. Uh, congrats to him. That's his second career win, and he finally got one at California. I think it was like close a couple times. This week, off to Phoenix, race to race there. 
probably going to be a nice day out in Phoenix too. So, uh, so for you NASCAR goody goody <laughs> fans out there, enjoy the race. I'm probably not going to get to see it because Sunday I will talk to the wife and see if she wants to stop up here. It's 50, 50 on that. Depends on how she's feeling. Depends on how I'm feeling. But uh, other than that, nothing really big going on. I do have one last little tidbit news. For those that saw the Wilder Fury fight. Uh, well, yeah, didn't we talk about that? I think we did talk about that yeah. in the uh, mixed up, uh, the mixed up <laughs> podcast, as we like to call it, two weeks ago. Uh-oh, yeah. fight, fight. <laughs> but um, no, uh, um, there is a rematch scheduled for July 18th. What? Really? Yeah. Wilder will get his face punched in again. <laughs> Why so soon? Really? Like that just seems odd. I don't know. I don't think Wilder's uh I don't think Wilder's recovered. Because Fury kind of messed him up a little. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So why are they doing it so soon? I, I feel like they should be giving him more time. Maybe Wilder's butt hurt. <laughs> he lost my belt. I want my belt back. You can't have it back, bitch. <laughs> Oh gosh! The Gypsy King rules all. That ooh, never mind. That would be a hell of a match. What? Big Tyson Fury versus Floyd Money Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> Little oh, dude. Gosh. Big, David versus Goliath. Yes. Like oh my god. Yes. Oh, I, I no. want to see it. I will. I, <laughs> if they have it in Las Vegas, I will get us tickets. McGregor versus Gypsy King, Conor McGregor versus Fury. That won't that won't be anything because Tyson Fury punches face in. But um, <laughs> no, I'm be, I'm being the dead serious. And like I said, if they have it in Vegas, I will buy because Randy's not that big in boxing. Yeah. So it'll be you, me, and Mel. We're gonna go to Vegas and we're gonna watch that fight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Vegas trip. I like it. All right, well, to wrap things up, as always, we want to shout out for all the ways that you can contact us, follow us. So we're going to start off with the Facebook page, Sports Harder Podcast. Go on Facebook, look it up. Also, uh, Twitter at Sports Harder P, capital S, capital P. You can look us up on uh, Instagram at sports underscore harder underscore podcast. Um, you can... Uh, find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the major places. Uh, you know, let your friends, family, everybody know about us, and you know, get them to listen, get them to have their friends and family. Like the more people, the merrier. As always, we want to remind you about our March Madness bracket challenge. Beat the experts. Can you beat Maddie Lukewarm Ice and David Fourth and Long in a March Madness bracket challenge? Put it to the test. Anybody can join. There's no requirements other than, you know. Making your bracket. <laughs> yeah, making the bracket. So that's all you have to do. And, you know, uh, follow us on Facebook as well. If you're not following us on Facebook, out of all the places, all the social medias, Facebook's our biggest. That's where we post the most and where we get the, the most uh, likes and everything. So we will be on there most of the time. You have to at least follow us on there. So uh, until next time, until next week, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Peace out. Peace.